The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Avernus. This arc is going to feature our DM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Werner Ragnarok, Tyler Hewitt as Hambone, and Laura Elizabeth as the murder grandma Maud Buggins. Having claimed a hell car of their own and evolved to level 10, our heroes are driving further into hell ready for war. Hambone named their new vehicle the Hambone Mobile. Werner was forced to leave his lady love the night hag behind without parting words, and Maud learned new combat skills from their Kanko friends. Can our heroes survive a car battle with Hambone at the wheel? Nobody knows cause it's one shot! <laughs> Avernus Edition. walks very delicately with sort of very well-placed and careful footsteps. Um, she is dressed in a, a sort of a long white gown, 
Um, it's wearing sort of leather armor over it, but it's it's fairly ornate. It's got sort of a, a large collar. It's very fashionable. Um, it clashes a bit with the scowl on her face. Um, and she carries uh, over her shoulder um, a parasol uh, that is just kind of giving her a little bit of shade from the um, uh, sort of the horrible lights that keep Avernus going. Um, and uh, she is looking for something. Uh, and as she walks... Um, if you were close enough to hear her, you would hear her just muttering, tiptoe through the tulips, that is... And then she reaches down, uh, and she picks up a severed arm, uh, and slowly she just kind of, uh, she turns it over in, in one hand, sniffs it, uh, and then she drags her tongue from the f- tip of the finger all the way down to the severed elbow, seems to kind of taste it for a second and goes, ah, oh, yes... I suppose this one will do. Then she throws the arm over her shoulder um, into uh, a large uh, sort of like, it's not a wheelbarrow is too kind of term, but basically like almost a, a like a, a dumpster that's being dragged uh, by shuffling corpses. A meat wagon? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she just says, yes, I suppose I'll raise them all. <sighs> and then she twirls her parasol uh, which kind of um, flaps a little bit in the air uh, as it is made of uh, severed fingers, hands, and spread flayed flesh. She closes her eyes, and around her, the dead begin to rise. She doesn't notice on the horizon a, a small cloud of, of dust that's being kicked up by a vehicle, but soon she'll know it well. So things were going great in the Hambomobile. You were fucking pedal to the metal. Things were dope. And that's when, as always happens, you encountered traffic. And in this case, <laughs> that traffic was a werebore screaming at the top of his lungs, Ragga-dragga! As a sort of a much heavier thing, think almost like a flatbed truck, comes kind of crashing over uh, over um, a ridge uh, with two kind of um, almost uh, motorcycles alongside. Uh, and it's uh, you can see there's a, um, a sort of a werebore wearing, uh, ironically, a fur cloak uh, with a uh, sort of massive warhammer in one hand. Um, and I uh, think like a, a – uh, was it Bebop or Rocksteady who was the – Bebop. Was yeah, the, so uh, it, it, like very much like a Bebop-looking motherfucker. Um, and he's just like, do you think you can drive through Ragga Dragga territory? Al Goria! Um, and, uh, Lulu's like, well, he doesn't seem like a very nice fellow at all. Seems like there's plenty of road to spare. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Ragga Dragga and his crew are descending on you quickly. What do you do? Hambone puts on his four ways. Uh, he'll uh, kind of yell over his shoulder. Is is it sort of like exposed uh, cockpit? Like, can I communicate with my friends? You can you can yell or, back to yeah? them, yeah. Okay. But it, it's very much like the war boys. Right, it's Mad right, Max. Right. Yes, it's just full Mad Max rules. Um, the uh, I will say that the driver is more. You have more cover than they do. They have partial right. cover. You're kind of in full cover. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you can yell back to them. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll say. Um, Get a load of this guy. Should we uh, go around him or go through him? And you just hear, ka-chunk, <laughs> as the harpoon gun fires <laughs> the other vehicle. All right. Uh, so go ahead and roll. 
I think what we'll do is we'll roll for the car uh, rather than interspersing all of your combats. It just seems exhausting with multiple crews. So uh, go ahead and roll for the Hamblin Mobile. I'll roll for Ragga Draga. So, Tom, awkward question. The Harpoon Flinger has plus seven to hit, uh, but I have an... I get to add plus two to attack rolls with ranged weapons. Do I so get to add, add that? the plus two? Yep. Sick. Awesome. Nice. Uh, shall I roll for our initiative for, as, as the vehicle, as the vehicle's driver? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And am I using my decks as the modifier? Yep. Okay. So that's a 11. Okay. Uh, okay. And the handbow mobile is an 11. Okay, great. So um, you're getting a free round uh, because Raga Dragger was busy announcing himself. <laughs> um, so you've got Raga Dragger and then you've got uh, the two hell bikes, which I think uh, one of them is very much like a classic uh, Ghost Rider style, like. Tall handlebars, skull on the front, um, just like a, a almost a classic Harley mixed with uh, hell. Uh, the other one is uh, more like uh, Batman's bike from Dark Knight. So mm. just kind of like big wheel on the front, big wheel on the back. Uh, everything's skulls. <laughs> 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 uh, and there's a, a war bear riding that, and he's like very much down in kind of the Batman. Um, he's almost prone. On it. Yeah, he's yeah. like lying down forward, whereas the other guy's just nice. like sitting back. Uh, and uh, they're uh, they're they're chasing down at you. So, um, Werner, you've opened fire on Raga Draga. Oh yeah. So here's a here's an interesting uh, an interesting mechanic that I don't think is actually explained here, but that I'm going to do. Um, so the, you can hit the vehicles. You can also aim for crew. But what I'm going to say is, if you're using the vehicles' weapons, aiming at crews at disadvantage. Um, with the exception of, like, the flamethrower, I don't... Actually, no, even the flamethrower. Uh, but that's a save on their side, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you're aiming for the crew, it's a lot harder. They're on moving vehicles, so on and so forth. Um, if you're aiming for the vehicle, you just get regular. So it's up to you whether you'd want to try and, like, snipe Ragadraga off. Uh, even though you're in your weapon stations, I'll also say as a, a minor action, you can swap out. Uh, in video game terms, this is pressing, uh, in my case... <laughs> probably triangle in your case, probably why to like move <laughs> from one seat to another. So if you want to like basically disengage from your gun and pull out your bow, you can do that, but it's different. Yeah. So if I want to shoot my, I imagine still shooting a crew would be at disadvantage because they're inside a vehicle. No matter yes. what. Yep. Dope. All right. Now I'm going to try this harpoon gun. I want to see how this, how this do. And yeah. I'm assuming the line is made of metal. Yes. Uh, sorry, which the line on the harpoon. Um, the, or is it not, or is there no, not no, there's no, there's no, it, it's, uh, for damage, not for drag. Although I will say if you, since you're not on a harpoon, if you want to attach cable to some harpoons, I'd let you do that. Currently they're built more for just piercing the vehicle, but if you want to like rig one up, you yeah. could do that. You know, when you're on a boat and you just want to like kill a whale, it's that kind of harpoon. It's not for, <laughs> not it's for not reeling for, the whale in. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, for Tom. This is, this is just like a flavor question. I could I, I hunters mark analogy. a vehicle? Uh, Technically, uh, it's only a creature, so I'd be okay if it wasn't. I just wanted to check. No, I don't think in this case, yeah, I don't think it makes sense because I think the spirit of Hunter's Mark is like, I've spent years hunting things, so I know how to do it. It's like you haven't spent years hunting, like, wear cars through the woods. <laughs> yeah, so for the, first, for the first time in 400 years, Verna goes, oh, this is new. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what he was saying as sure, <laughs> yeah. Ambone was yelling over. Great. All right, that is a 28 to hit. That will hit. Uh, 
And it does. Ten damage. Ten damage. All right. Uh, you managed to match the damage threshold, so it will take the damage. Oh, nice. I was born to do this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the first harpoon punches through um, sort of the windshield, uh, and you think it maybe got one of his companions. And Ragged Dragon's like, not my windshield. I love that. It keeps the wind off me. It's going to be a windy day in the hell when you die. Uh, cool, which brings us to Ragged Dragon. Um, so, um, again, driving like a, a flatbed. Um, it's got... Uh, for lack of a better term, Warhammer 40k, like, orc teeth on the front. So kind of like a big, um, almost like a cow catcher that's been flipped upside down and is spiky. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, then I'm going to fly like the wind and chew you up like garbage. <laughs> I, get, I eat garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Tyler, he's going to try and ram you with his uh, chompy, chompy bits. Uh, you need to, um, you can use your reaction to try and jink out of the way. And that's that'll that'll be it for the encounter. Um, for no, just for the turn. Oh, for so, the turn. Yeah, so yeah, okay. so reaction is similar to like your. Oh, your, so it's just reaction. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to try and ram you. Go ahead and roll your. Yeah, let's juke. You're juking. What am I adding to this roll? Uh, it is a deck save. So you're using your save. Okay. Yep. So that is a sixteen. 16. Fortunately, his is better. Uh, so well, let's see if it goes below the take. damage threshold. Set him on fire. <laughs> I yell across to Mod. <laughs> uh, All right. So uh, that is a big 31 points of damage. So we'll take that. You will. Uh, so not only will you take it, but that also triggers a mishap. Uh, because I, also, I don't have our HP. Do you, are you tracking that, Tom? Yeah, it is on the, oh, is it? the okay. sheet. Yeah. Other side, Tyler. 60. Well, that's not great, is it? No, it is not. So what are we at then? Uh, Oopsie poopsie. Kill the crew. Take their car. <laughs> <laughs> Two cars is better than one. One can beat the ambulance. Uh, all right. So. Um, <laughs> Flatbed. So you can also make repairs. Um, just so you know, um, you can't be operating the helm or one of the weapons will make the repairs. Uh, you must be within reach of the damaged area in need of repair, and you must have the right tools. We'll say that you do. Um, I think we'll deal with that as a... doesn't actually say what that check is. Um, oh, yeah, it does. It's based on the mishap. I see what happened. Uh, okay, so I'm going to roll a d20 and tell you what happened. Um, oh, no. Uh Oh, no. <laughs> um, that's, all, that's what every player wants to hear. Yeah, as, uh, as the teeth crank into it, uh, Maud, you feel um, uh, as the, you're kind of sideswiped by this. Um, you Were you going to be uh, fixing harpoons or were you in your No, turn? I was going to be flaming it. All right. Unfortunately, uh, mm. you feel kind of a, a metallic crunch under you uh, and you feel the entire turret kind of... Uh, hinge upward, uh, and now unfortunately the flamethrower is pointed squarely into uh, the body of the vehicle. Uh, so in order to repair it, you will need to roll a uh, strength check. Okay. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, the weapon is now uh, inoperable until you fix it. I mean, you could fire it. You just kill Lulu and uh, Hambone. Okay. You strength. could join the other team really easily is what he's saying. <laughs> uh, strength check? Yep, go ahead. Uh, 16. Fortunately, you, you start to, to break it back in. Uh, you almost get it, but it's not quite enough. Ah. 
Uh, okay, which brings us to uh, the bikes. So um, the uh, the sort of like classic uh, chopper uh, pulls up on the side, and um, you see him kind of like uh, reach into the pack on the back um, and pull out uh, what looks like a grenade. Um, and he kind of like he's looking around. He sees you, Werner, uh, and he's going to whip it at you. Um, can you go ahead, please, and roll me a dexterity save? 18. 18. All right. Uh, you managed to duck um, as the canister flies over your head, uh, looking kind of at its trajectory. Um, you see it crash uh, nearby, uh, and the ground starts to, to smoke and hiss. Uh, you think they, he might be throwing acid grenades. Mm. Uh, which brings us to the other guy. Uh, other guy on the Batman bike uh, has no such things because he's got to keep both hands on the cool Batman mobile. Um, he is instead. What's he gonna do? Um, waka 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 waka. Uh, da, 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 da. What does the Devil's Ride have? Um, that's really funny. Uh, okay, he is going to um, uh, press. So you see him kind of like start to crank something. Uh, and spikes start coming out of the wheels. Not like a line of spikes, but just kind of at all angles. Mm-hmm. So the bike starts like rattling horribly, uh, but he's actually gonna, just going to try and drive up and over uh, oh. your mobile. So, um, <laughs> Does it, but we've got another vehicle up our ass currently, yeah. correct? Everybody's going for a ride. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately he didn't roll well enough. So he starts to like go up the side, uh, and he kind of runs along. I think Maud, you kind of like shove him off. Um, <laughs> so the bike falls and does the tumbler thing where it like spins and he comes back up. Um, and you can tell he's like literally rattled. You kind of, he's a, like a, a wear bore. So he's kind of like, <laughs> oh, that, that was not fun. I would rather not have that happen again. It's like ragga draga. Can you slow them down? And ragga draga's like, I'm trying. There's so much wind. Uh, which brings us to the Hambone Mobile, uh, and Thanks. I I look over at Hambone and I just say, "Get us distance from them, and I will punish them for their hubris." Uh, okay, and uh, Hambone will uh, immediately reach for that flask of demon nicker. Oh hell yeah! And and if this guy's up our ass, hopefully we'd fucking. F- flaming fart in his face <laughs> with our exhaust. Uh, and I, full Batman him. I upend the flask into the receptacle. Yeah. Fire shoots out of the back, uh, sort of demonic flame. Um, oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> he's going to take 20 points of damage um, from the fire, um, which brings... Oh, man. Uh, which means he also has to roll the mishap chart. Hey, friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dum-dums and dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right, that address that I totally just said. Go there, join Dum Dums and Dice, support the show. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> so as, as the fire goes through, um, you hear him kind of scream like, oh, ah, ah, hot pig, hot pig. Uh, and he punches <laughs> out a window and climbs on top. Um, but uh, there's fire inside the, um, like the, the cockpit, uh, and his steering is locked. So now he's oh. just on a straight trajectory kind of away from you. <laughs> oh, um, fantastic. Okay, great. And um, he's like, oh, I, uh, 
uh, and he starts trying to like from the top of the the cab trying to like crank it manually, like literally okay. doing like a weird shuffle dance trying to turn. Uh, um, as a bonus action, yep, I'd like to uh, dash. Um, Great. So just put floor in it. Just yeah, just get us away from the motorcycles as well. Sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so you start tearing forward. The motorcycles fall. We'll see kind of one band behind you. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, Laura, what are you doing? I want to repair this freaking yeah. shitty flame. Uh, go ahead and roll with advantage <laughs> uh, since you've been working on it. Okay. Strength still right. Yep. Oh bloody hell! Seventeen. Seventeen will do. Ah! Uh, so just kind of like jumping up and down and stomping it. Uh, finally, uh, <laughs> you, you hear like a horrible bending of metal and it clicks in and is that like a slightly, um, skewed kind of sideways angle, but like, fuck it. It's good enough. <laughs> it's just like a tilted floor. Excellent. Nice. So I'm looking back, the motorcycles, are they still coming at us? Yeah, like they're yeah. not calling it in yet. No, no, no. Okay, great. So then I want to, you said I could switch weapons, right? Yep. All right, then, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off the harpoon gun, and I'm drawing stupid, uh, <laughs> and I yell at them, by the power of the night hag's loins, uh, <laughs> and I, uh, I, I draw the bow back, but instead of the rounds glowing with light, uh, just lightning flows from my, like, groin up and through the bow, uh, and I, I fire while casting lightning arrow. So each time I make a ranged attack for the duration of this spell, which is a minute-long concentration, uh, the instead of an arrow, it will become lightning <laughs> shooting okay. at the target. So I still have to roll to hit. So what is it to hit these stupid bikes? You never know that. Oh, uh, fair enough. Uh, it, no, it's a, I add 11. It doesn't matter. I'll just roll, and then we'll find out because it goes one way or the other. Are they close together, Tom, or are they far apart? Uh, they're close enough that lightning could jump between them, yes. Duh. I assume that's what you're asking. You are correct. All right, so the first one is 15. Does that hit? It does not. That's okay. The interesting thing about lightning is you really can't miss all that much, <laughs> so it still does damage. Uh, so it'll do 2d8 damage to the bike that I'm shooting at. We'll say uh, acid grenade. That seems more personal. Yep. Which is eight damage. Okay. Uh, and it also does... Uh, the, blah, 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 blah. Okay, then the other bike can roll a deck save. DC 14. Uh, he fails. Great. Then he will also take... Oh, he takes... Oh, holy shit. He takes 14 damage. Nice. Okay, so the guy on the Batman bike, like, bursts into flame, uh, and the bike just does the, the classic, like, the front wheel locks, uh, and it just starts rolling over and exploding. Um, the guy on the hog is fine. Uh, he's oh, he's kind of on fire, but, like, he's just gritting gritting his teeth um, and uh, gutting his engine. Cool. <laughs> because <laughs> I have a second shot. <laughs> because it's my bow. So I yelled, Night Hag! <laughs> uh, and I fire again, and that is a 26 to hit. That will definitely hit. Great. And that does. Twenty-one damage from um, the lightning blast. So uh lightning hits him and it's just like uh in um Doctor Strange where they like hit the guy and his soul falls out the back. It's like the bike keeps going in slow motion, he just like flies backward off the bike. Um and as he does so, uh the acid uh canister in his hand shatters, so like his arm starts oh, burning yeah. off as he uh falls in kind of lightning to the ground, his bike kind of skids out and uh crashes into a thing. 
Get me towards the pigmen. It's time to end this. Uh, okay. All right, brings us to Ragadraga, who is going to try and fix his steering. <laughs> he does not. Um, so he's, like, punching through the roof, trying to, like, get at the steering wheel, but it's still on fire. So you are currently driving, we'll say, just for my own brain, um, straight ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's driving kind of at your uh, 2 o'clock. Okay. Uh, yeah. You are past him now because he was ramming into you, and then you kept going forward. He's going on a diagonal. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I would like to... Uh, reduce speed and come over enough that uh, we we fall behind him mm-hmm. and then we fall in line with him. Okay, so you're basically you're, you're chasing him? Yeah, we want I want to chase him. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'll say you can do that with your drive action. Uh, so you fall into lockstep behind him. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say he's going to get a shot of opportunity. Uh, one of his gunners uh, is going to try and hit you with a harpoon. Uh, but I will give them disadvantage because they're on fire. Uh, so, no, they do not manage to hit you. Uh, a harpoon kind of goes flying past Maud's head, but it's more of an inconvenience than, a, than anything else. Oh, now I'm mad. <laughs> Great. Um, all right. Uh, Handbone Mobile. Um, what have I got? I've got the wheels. and a, Oh, uh, well, I'll pull up a side and then use the, uh, the scythe. Scythe blades? Blades, yeah. Uh, rake for 2d10 plus 2 slashing uh Damage. Uh, so the, he's going to try and juke. Yeah, that's um, a DC thirteen deck. He's save. got locked steering, so I'm going to make that a disadvantage. Oh, awesome. Oof. Yeah. Nope. Okay. <laughs> that's the you hard part roll. of juking from the roof. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to roll two d ten here? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, and then Laura, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, they're already on fire, but they could be more on fire. You ain't wrong. That's a uh, thirteen damage to the vehicle. Thirteen damage. Okay. Shit. Uh, okay. And uh, Laura, go ahead with that flamethrower. Okay. Um, basically, you just have to make a, a deck save, oh, DC man, 15. Oh, man, I really wish I could still juke. Okay. <laughs> um, again, I'm going to keep up the disadvantage, I think, because all of these are driving-based. <laughs> see. Does that actually... Uh... Oh, it automatically fails dexterity checks and Yay! dexterity saving throws. Ooh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Whoops. I rolled pretty poorly. So 13 flamey uh, damage. It had 12. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so I just stare into like the guy's eyes. I just <laughs> blast him. Uh, and uh, so he's on fire. His, his truck's on fire. Um, and uh, he just yells, looks like Ragadrag is blasting off again. And then the car hits a rock and it just does that like horrible, complete f- flip uh, onto one set of wheels. Uh, flips upside down and just bursts into a, a fireball. Nice. Um, you smell pork cooking on the air. Um, <laughs> mm. I'm hungry all of a sudden. Yep. And then the, the sort of like burning wreckage grinds to a halt. Now, here's the question, guys. Uh, we took a real bad hit there. Should we salvage for parts? I mean, if we stop, we don't have another soul coin to start unless we pull one off of these guys. I don't think we have to turn the car off to do repairs maybe to the outside i don't know yeah you, you can stop and keep the engine running okay let's do that then and yes let's take all the parts we can because <laughs> this has been a shit show <laughs> so i'll pull up to uh the main wreck that ragged drago was on uh and we'll we'll start there can you roll me a uh dex save please or sorry just a dex check you can add proficiency 
Oh, wow. Okay, that's going to be, a, I'm hoping, a big clear. Uh, that'll be a 26. Oh, so yeah, so you uh, you quickly get to work. I think um, because Maud spent some time hanging out with the Kenku boys, um, she's got a pretty good idea of kind of how to fix these things, and you also spent some time staring at it. Uh, so you can go ahead and roll me uh, 2d4. That's a 2, and then a 4 for a total of 6. Great, and you can add 4. So that's uh, 10, 10 HP from that. Um, is there anything uh, Maud or... Uh, Werner that you would want to do to try and fix up the vehicle. We're at 39 out of 60 HP on our vehicle. I feel like Werner knows a lot about like range stuff coming in. So he'd probably just look at, as opposed to like repairing the vehicle, which might not be in his wheelhouse, probably improvising some kind of shielding against projectiles where sure. he just strip armor off and stack it on. And you guys did solve the, I think it was a mod. You solved the engineering problem on the, uh, the previous vehicle. So you did it. Uh, okay. So Ryan, can you go ahead and roll me? What would that be? Can you roll me a survival check? Sure. In hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, that's where... Just let me double check. Intelligence or wisdom-based survival is wisdom-based. My proficiency is doubled because we're in hell. <laughs> Yay! Well, do, do you have proficiency? I do have proficiency. Excellent. Hell is my new environment that I learned. So oh, I thought, like, proficiency assigned to survival. No, no, no. Okay. Um, th- I do, but it adds more. Okay. Cool. Uh, 27. <laughs> That'll do. Uh, so go ahead and roll me 2d4, please. It's a four. Nice. And a two. And then add four. So that's ten. Ten more. Excellent. We are almost there. 49 HP. What do you think it looks like now that you've added, like, scrap parts? Do you think it... Is it, like, a major visual difference, or is it just kind of patchy? I think it's... It's patchy, but I feel like it would, he would have alternated between adding, like, chain mail sections and hard sections. Mm-hmm. The idea is that it could get caught in things on the way, but would hit hard right. stuff underneath. So it's more, like, chain-draggy creepiness. Okay, cool. Uh, also, as it's sitting there, like, the, the engine's still running. So, it, like, it still screams. It's just kind of like... I think, uh, unintentionally, I think we likely start picking up the overall oeuvre of these vehicles that we're stealing from. Uh, I think we should have like tusks or something at the front. Of oh, oh yeah. yeah. Let's, let's yeah. take it. I was going to say, if we're looking for what mod would do, I, would mod add that cow catcher? I, I think absolutely. And I think mod can weld with the best of them. I mean, you do have a flamethrower so, now, so yeah. uh, we're going right. yeah, to use that <clears throat> to, to weld. Things so together. go ahead and uh, actually just give me your sheet and I'll, I'll write it for you. But uh, we're going to add a chomper to your vehicle then. Um, so it is, um, Tyler, this will be like a, you attack role, uh, as okay. the driver. Um, but basically, uh, it is walk, 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 uh, nine, uh, man, that's dumb. Dumb. Good. Dumb. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, excellent. Versus, uh, people. <laughs> Um, and versus vehicle, it's plus seven. And we'll say the ham bone mobile is looking fucking hardcore right, now. Yeah. Hardcore. Really leaning into the ham aspect with these pig features. <laughs> I'm sure there's also a little bit of it spread through the chain mail. So I basically, Tyler, what I'm going to give you is uh, versus people on the ground, it's at plus nine and it does 66. 
uh, oh. versus uh, other vehicles plus seven. It'll do two d ten. Okay. Is there a difference between the uh, crushing wheels and the chomper, or do they happen in conjunction? That seems op. Uh, I guess I have to choose. Uh, yes, it'd yeah, be one okay. or the other. Uh, right. Think of it as um, the, you can drop the jaw, and it'll be like ang 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 ang. But it also will prevent things from getting caught under the wheels. Got it. Okay. Um, so it's literally like you push a button, and it's like. Amazing! Um, wow, you did great work. <laughs> you did awesome work, Mod. It's my calling. <laughs> Uh, so with a newly retooled, uh, Hambomobile, uh, you, I'll also say you find, um, one more soul coin, um, kind of amongst the wreckage, uh, as well as a circlet of blasting, Ooh. which is a magic item, uh, that you pull off ragged ragged <laughs> corpse. <laughs> uh, it smells me... like bacon. Shall I hang on to the soul coin as the driver or did that would make sense yeah, okay. to me? So the circlet of blasting, um, you can use an action to cast the scorching ray spell. Um, <laughs> you do it with an attack bonus of plus five. It can't be used this way again until the next dawn. Maybe we give that to Mod because no one would expect magic from her. Yeah, I- you're. I was gonna say you're out of javelins, but that was a dream. So <laughs> I guess you have them still. <laughs> but now you could have fire it's that true. would get I've, thrown from the magic. I've never had. Magic before It is about time Everyone has magic In hell So uh, You lower The circlet of blasting Over her brow um, (laughs) Like she's a queen It's like very burnt And smells of pork But Honestly that kind of Fits Maud's aesthetic It's very you (laughs) Maybe she is born with it Maybe it's Ragadraga's dead jewelry. (laughs) Maybe we stole it from a dead pig in hell. (laughs) So one Scorching Ray a day? Uh, Yeah, so you can cast Scorching Ray once a day um, uh, at attack plus five. Okay. And it's uh, Scorching Ray does 2d6. Thank you. Although, because of your level, it might be a little bit more. um, No, but it's not a different spell slot. So, yes, uh, it's three rays of fire. Each one does 2d6. Okay. Uh, so with that, um, you kind of like uh, get back in the get back in the um, <laughs> handbone mobile. Um, you you kind of crank the engine back up, uh, and yeah, it's it's starting to look a little bit more metal, a little, little bit more spooky. Uh, here's my question to you: Do you guys adorn yourself with any of the the stuff you can pick up off the pig people? Like, are you going to start dressing a little more Avernus now that you're you're kind of becoming locals, or are you going to uh, maintain your your current looks? Where they're basically like Mad Max apocalypse yeah, attire. Yeah, these guys are like these guys are very much like uh, fantasy barbarian, like barbarian kings. Uh, like uh, this is a, such a shitty example, but it's the first one that came to mind. Uh, the original Jab of the Hut, like just big fat Scottish guy <laughs> with kind of like you know uh, the first concept of yeah, just Java. like you know like fur fur cloak, um, like you know it's got a screaming head on the the shoulder. Okay, yeah, uh, I mean he's got some chains. I think I think Hambone's a little bit of a when in Rome guy, even though he has a hard time reading the room sometimes. So to take both of those principles into account, he'll he'll lean down to on one of the barbarian guys and just take off his loincloth and use it as like a handkerchief like <laughs> around his face to keep like the dust and, and hot Avernus <laughs> air out, great. out of his nose and, and mouth. So he's got his goggles now and a a, a dead man's loincloth <laughs> across his face that he can like pull down when he needs to talk all right that's sick uh mod what are you taking um have they got like a little spiky gauntlet or something sure yeah i can like 
I just think that would be cool for my, my beefy yeah. arm. Mod can have a little spike as a mm. treat. Um, the things the, the people we killed, Tom, were these all just like mutant people or were they demons? Uh, they were. Uh, <laughs> this is such a weird piece of flavor that there's no way you would ever encounter. Uh, I am an expert in hell. Great. Well, uh, they're werebores. Um, so they're humans who have like essentially lycanthropy, but I guess it would be like porkanthropy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but because there's no sunlight or moonlight down here, they can just kind of permanently stay in their their shifted state. So they're shifters. They likely would have come from one of the um, material planes at some point, or they may just be uh, werebores who died and are just living it up, stirring shit in hell. But they are not demons. Yeah, I don't care if they're not demons. I'll wear every part of a demon everywhere. They can go <laughs> fuck themselves along with the gods and the angels, but people are boring and wearing the skin is macabre. <laughs> it's quite a journey. Quite a journey we just went on. <laughs> I say to them as they pick things yeah, off yeah. of corpses and put it on. Oh, a scarf. He was wearing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Um, okay, so you kind of re-gear, re-gear yourselves up. You hop back in the handbone wagon. Handbone wagon, Jesus. Um, the handbone mobile. <laughs> yeah, ours is worse than that, Tom. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's it's okay. We're all in hell. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it. You uh, you crank up the engine, um, and you can see Harriman's Hill kind of in the distance. Um, you gun the engine. You hear the screams kind of go from... <laughs> uh, and uh, you, you take off at a tear. Uh, what's your song as you approach Harriman's Hill? I think this time it should be uh, Simon and Garfunkel, uh, 59th Street Bridge. Cool. That's what you you found a cassette in the burned <laughs> out uh, pig mobile. Yeah. So a cassette. <laughs> feeling groovy. Just going down those yeah. cobblestone roads. <laughs> Great. Uh, and with smiles on your face, just toe tapping away in your murder machine, uh, you drive towards the one thing that will let you retrieve the sword of Zariel. Our Avern is One Shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and of course, our awesome DM is Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M R K R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunderhorse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A. H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.